0: Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring, and once again, it's March 26, 2022. I wanted to talk about prison and crime and poverty and addiction. I personally don't smoke or drink. Uh, I've never been addicted to drugs or alcohol, so I don't know what that's like. Uh, but recently, Somebody, a friend of a friend of a friend of mine, uh, had their car stolen, which is very disturbing. And in Seattle, we have extreme wealth and extreme poverty right now. Um, and we've had that for many years, but it's a lot worse now than it's ever been with uh, the prices of, of things going up and the amount of poverty. And there's a guy named Gaber Mate that I really admire. And he talks about addiction and he talks about You can be addicted to shopping, addicted to drugs or alcohol, um, addicted to self-destructive behavior. You could be addicted to gambling. I mean, there's many different things you can be addicted to. You can be addicted to food. And what is addiction? Partly what addiction is, is a desire to self-soothe, a desire to numb yourself out from feeling stress or pain. Uh, I know that I tend to use work in this way, like everybody needs to make a living. But I would say that I'm a little bit of a workaholic. I like I work a little bit more than I need to in terms of making money and surviving. I'm so afraid of running out of money that I tend to work, 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 so that I make sure that I'm okay, which is a positive, productive thing. But sometimes I feel like I use work to avoid feeling sad or lonely or angry or stressed out. And I I get kind of high naturally high, maybe I get a hit of dopamine, I don't know, from working, um, from running around and and staying busy and feeling like other people need me to do something for them. That's what work does for me. So I'll say that there are some people who are very judgmental. Like It's true that when I drive around Seattle and I see all of the homeless encampments and I see garbage and litter and filthiness everywhere, and people living in tents and living in their RVs, I think, okay, these people need a place to live. And if I was in a situation where I didn't have an apartment to live in, I would probably live in a tent or live in an RV. But I think I wouldn't wanna live in the city. I think I would wanna go out in the country somewhere and just be around nature. And I would probably clean up after my, well, I would definitely be cleaning up after myself. And if I was leaving piles of trash everywhere, The only reason why I would do that is because I was so stressed out and angry and I basically was losing my mind. So when I see people, and then I see people judging, okay, I'm losing my train of thought. I said something about having empathy and compassion for both sides of it, for people who actually suffer uh, from crime, like if their car is stolen, but then if they find out that a homeless person that's desperate and has a terrible life and thought they needed to steal a car just to survive and get what they wanted from the car, like try to live in the car. One lady said her car was stolen and they found that a woman was li- a homeless woman was living in their car, like their car somehow got stolen and then it was driven to a homeless encampment and somebody was actually living in the car. And so obviously it's wrong to steal a car. But when you think about trying to have empathy and compassion and empathy and compassion doesn't mean that you think it's totally fine that somebody stole a car. It doesn't mean that it means for me personally, it means that you're trying to understand why people make these choices and what is the root cause? Why? Because my opinion is that there are very few people in the world that are actually psychopaths and sociopaths. In other words, some people really do enjoy harming other people or being mean and abusive some people like you know serial killers and people that are sociopathic or psychopathic they don't have a conscience they don't their brains are not like a normal brain but most people i think that do violent crime and steal things it's because they think they can't survive in a normal way like they're alienated from their friends and their family and from society And maybe they're addicted to some kind of drugs or alcohol which makes their mind further not rational so I feel like trying to find my motivation for having empathy and compassion for both sides for the people that suffer from crime being done to them and for the people who choose to commit crime and do make bad choices basically that's harmful to themselves and harmful to others because I think sometimes people do criminal activity and they don't realize it's hurting themselves and it's hurting whoever the victims of their crimes are it's hurting both it's making society a worse place if you watch the movie joker i think that's what that movie was examining is the ills of human nature and the ills of mental health problems not being properly addressed putting people on six or seven medications is not really a way to help them become healthier mentally or physically because then there's side effects and then there's addictions and all kinds of things. So I wanted to talk about why I admire the prison system in Norway that I've seen a documentary about and why I believe having empathy and compassion for both criminals and the victims of criminals is important in trying to understand why people make the choices that they make and how people can heal from being a victim of crime and get their stolen items back or get some, get it fixed gets get whatever resolved or heal from I mean I have had theft happen to me Uh, One time my car window was smashed and they took stuff out of my glove box. Thankfully, I had nothing of value in there except a few CDs. I knew not to keep anything of value in my car, but it was still horribly traumatic to have my car broken into. And my window smashed. I had to pay $300 to get that fixed. Um, This was a few years ago at a park in Seattle, which I will never park in that park again. It was at dusk. I shouldn't have parked there anyway. Um, but still people shouldn't be smashing car windows. And then I had my apartment broken into twice. I've had, uh, cameras and a stereo stolen and a TV stolen, uh, years and years ago. I don't really want to dwell on that, but it was very traumatic and upsetting and disturbing. And I wonder, and I never found out who did these things to me. I wonder what their motivation was. Were they sociopaths, psychopaths? In other words, they had no care for how what they were doing was going to be harmful to me. Or how, how much of it was that they were desperate and thought they had to do that just to survive and get their needs met. So some people are angry and they lash out. So what will motivate a criminal is anger and wanting to lash out, uh, anger at society in general, anger at people, or maybe they uh, they were abused by their family as children. Who knows? So I believe in trying to figure out what is the root. But then I think, well, is that even practical? because I tend to be kind of a philosophical person and I like to analyze and figure out what is the root cause. And in medicine, I like functional medicine better than naturopathic medicine because functional medicine, I think goes a step further than naturopathic medicine. Functional medicine wants to find the root cause of whatever's wrong with your body, whether it's a mental health problem or a physical health problem or both and try to figure out how to help the body heal and help the body get back to homeostasis, which is balance, um, by proper, uh, diet, exercise, nutrition, lifestyle, relationships, um, air, water, you know, having access to clean air, clean water, uh, time doing things that you love, you know, all of the things that would help your body work its best as opposed to emphasizing drugs and surgery, which have side effects and risks. So, on, I believe in functional medicine. Uh, I believe in trying to figure out. Like in Norway, apparently they have a very low rate. Their prisons. Some people criticize that their prisons are too nice and they pamper their prisoners. I don't think there's a lot of people in prison in Norway. In the United States, we have I think the largest prison, the largest prison system in the world. And we also have the, one of the worst rates of people getting out of prison or jail and then committing more crime and going right back in. So we apparently have a cycle of not, we don't seem to rehabilitate people. We emphasize punishment. We emphasize trying to deter people from doing crime, which I don't think works at all. Um, Because if somebody was a happy, well-adjusted person, they wouldn't want to commit crime. So I believe in emphasizing teaching people skills. And so apparently in Norway, they treat the prisoners well and they feed them healthy food and encourage them to learn skills and try to figure out what do they want to do and learn it so that when they get out of prison or jail, they can hopefully be productive citizens and have a career and or try to have a family if they can possibly build the skills to have a family or at least adopt animals and have a family of pets. So to find a purpose in life, if somebody is going around committing crime, stealing and has uh, addictions to drugs and alcohol, obviously they're not a happy human being. So my philosophy would be to try to teach these people how to do something productive with their lives and teach them how to be better people and and put them in prison to keep them away from society so they can't harm anyone and they hopefully can't harm themselves anymore because not enough people talk about how criminals are destroying themselves they're doing they're doing angry violent things and it's not good for their own health as well as the people the victims of their crimes so they're also being self-destructive they're not really if you go around and do criminal things you're not really helping yourself even if the person is an egomaniac and thinks you know they're high off their own power or whatever it is That's actually self destructive. It's not really helpful. So, on a deep level, I appreciate apparently Norway has a very low rescindivision, I forgot what the word is, rescindivision or whatever. They have a low percentage of people that end up back in prison. After they get out of prison, they usually end up finding a career that's not crime, finding some kind of job that they care about and like and or build some kind of family, even if it's just with pets, with people or pets. You know, find a purpose in life that is not about being violent or doing criminal activities. But in the United States, we have a very high amount of people who end up back in prison, and they keep getting in and out, in and out, in and out, and they keep committing more crime. And they seem to even learn how to be better criminals by going to prison from other inmates, or I don't know how. But that's really sad. So I feel like prison should not be seen as a place to punish people. Because if you if you lock somebody up for doing a crime and then you abuse them in prison to try to deter them, it sets up an, an, a. It's almost like an addiction to that. It's like the drama, the cycle of abuse continues. The person does something abusive and then ends up in prison, and then they get abused <clears throat> in prison, and which. Which further traumatizes them and causes them to be even more angry. And then when they get out, they probably go right, even if they think, okay, I'm going to do something else so I never have to come back to this place. Actually, a lot of people do end up back in prison. So maybe they were not taught the skills of how to do anything better. So I believe in emphasizing trying to teach somebody. Maybe some people are sociopaths and psychopaths and nothing you can do will ever teach them to do something productive, because they don't love themselves and they don't love others, apparently. Maybe those people should just be life in prison. Who knows? I don't know. But I feel like it's best to emphasize kind of like parents that are overly strict with their kids, the kids tend to rebel and act out. If you encourage the kids to do something positive, then they don't seem to lie, cheat and sneak around. If their parents are overly strict And punishing of them, I don't think that usually leads to something positive. So I feel like the same thing with prisoners. And Norway apparently does have a very good percentage of people who end up not going back to prison and end up finding some kind of life that's not about doing anything abusive or criminal, something actually positive and productive for the community. So I believe that prison should be to keep dangerous violent people away from society but it should also be to try to rehabilitate them not punish and deter them from committing crime which i don't think actually works mostly maybe for some people it does i think most people it does not work they just end up being further traumatized and angry and want to rebel or maybe they don't know how to live in regular society so they commit crimes partly so that they can end up back in prison because maybe they actually like the structure of prison and being fed three times a day, et cetera. So, <clears throat> oh my gosh, there's this cutest little kid walking by blowing bubbles. This cute little kid is walking by with, with her dad blowing bubbles. That's adorable. Okay. So I believe in trying to teach people how to be better people and teach them skills. And so they can have, because to me, If somebody is committing crime and being violent and abusive, their self-esteem is not high, unless they're completely psychopathic, sociopathic, which most people are not. I don't think somebody with high self-esteem wants to go around stealing and being violent. I really don't believe that. So if somebody is actually has self-respect and loves themselves and values themselves, they're more likely to value others and they're more likely to respect other people if they respect themselves. And so your relationship with yourself is very important. And so if I was king of the world or queen of the world, I would make the prison system be more about teaching people skills, teaching people life skills on how to respect themselves, forgive themselves for the hideous things they've done, acknowledge the hideous things they've done, and forgive themselves. So have empathy and compassion for why somebody makes these choices. Like when I hear about people stealing cars or, you know, being violent and criminal, I wonder what's going on there. Like, is there mental health compromise because they're addicted to drugs and alcohol and they're not thinking rationally and they're moody and irritable? Also, if you eat a lot of junk food, your blood sugar tends to go up and down, up and down, up and down, and you tend to be irritable and angry and make bad choices. So I feel like all of this needs to be addressed, like mental health, physical health, rehabilitation, So prison would be somewhere where people actually get fed healthy food so they're not as moody. Nutrition is important for your mental health as well as your physical health. So teach people how to eat healthy and exercise and teach people life skills. Like have prisoners try to figure out what they actually enjoy that's not crime Uh, I know there also are some very clever con artists who actually went to prison and then they ended up helping the FBI or the CIA or the whatever, helping to solve crimes, because what a criminal is good at is figuring out what motivates other criminals, because they're a criminal, so they know what it's like to be a criminal, and so therefore that's something positive they can do is help people figure out what crimes are being committed and help them solve crimes. So that's something you can take... A criminal and teach them how to help solve crimes because they know how to, you know, commit crimes. So maybe they know how to help people solve crimes. So that's something positive that can be flipped around. So I like the idea of rehabilitating people, keeping dangerous people off the streets and out of society and away from harming themselves or others but also teaching them skills and trying to figure out if they can build some kind of self-esteem and some kind of career for themselves so that when they get out of prison, they won't do more crime and end up back in prison. So that's just my point on that. Um, So because somebody interpreted my thinking, we could have compassion for people who steal things and compassion for people who suffer from these crimes not as a way this lady interpreted me as wanting to have sympathy for people who steal cars and she said something like well i would have sympathy if they were stealing food or laptops so they could survive and make money but not if they're just stealing cars to live in or do bad things with but it's like that's not my point my point wasn't to have sympathy and think it's okay to go around stealing things that's not my point my point is figuring out why are these people doing this and how can we solve this like how can we make society a better place that was my my motivation for having compassion and empathy for victims of crime as well as criminals is to learn something, to try to figure out how we can make things better as a society. Uh, we can heal from the trauma of being a victim of crime, and we can teach criminals to have some kind of self-esteem or self-respect so they don't want to go around and harming, harm other people and harm property. So that's just my point with that. So... Uh, I feel overwhelmed when I drive around Seattle and I see the amount of poverty, the extreme wealth and the extreme poverty. It's very distressing to me and overwhelming. And I don't have the solution, but it does seem like there's resources to help make things better, but people are not really doing that. So I don't know. I, um, I help when I can, but I don't have the solution and I'm trying to just focus on taking good care of myself, my family, my friends, et cetera. So have a good day, everyone. My name is uh, Shannon Kringen. <clears throat> my website, <clears throat> excuse me, shannonkringen.com or I'm on, all over social media. I share, you know, videos and photos and all kinds of different things. I recently took care of a dog and a cat and hung out in a hot tub and it was really nice and I'm so grateful. And um, thanks for listening. Bye for now.